Another uh, edition of Trials with a Z. We have our special guest, uh, uh, Nick, our, our music director today. Nick, welcome back. And uh, Amanda, who I think was caught in, in circles in the air over uh, Las Vegas for, uh, for a while. Mm -hmm. And of course, our, uh, our uh, guest tonight, uh, Jimmy Smith, UFC uh, uh, MMA fighter, host of uh, Sirius XM's Unlocking the Cage, live from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That is me. And uh, UFC fight camp. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Doing Welcome. Thank you for coming yes. today, uh, Jimmy. Now, I'm, I'm very intrigued. I don't Please. know a lot about UFC fighting. I'll set the right. ground, the ground uh, rules. I can feel you on, on literally everything. I can't wait. I can't it wait. So, so to give yes. my background, the most, the, what, what I remember from growing up in the, in the 80s was the, uh, the WWF was big, the Hulk Hogan. Now, that, that stuff is choreographed. I'll call it choreographed. I not, did not Monday Night Raw for a year and a half. Beautiful. So beautiful. I did so all, you're an expert all in of that last field year, as well. Yeah. Got no. it, got it. So, so tell me a little bit about how, um, well, first tell me a little bit about how you got your start in the, in the industry, and then maybe we'll talk about the evolution from this sort of choreographed uh, wrestling and boxing maybe yes. to, to, the, to the UFC. Oh, sure. All right. Well, so I'm just super lucky to get an MMA. Um, basically, I was a wrestler in high school. I went to UCLA. I'm from Southern California. And this jiu-jitsu coach was there, and he said, hey, why don't you come to my jiu-jitsu class? And I didn't know what he was talking about. I had no idea what he was talking about. And I said, sure. And I just showed up. And I was naturally pretty good at it. And then I'm driving through Huntington Beach. I'm from Long Beach, California. And I saw a sign that said jujitsu. And I just pulled over. And it turned out to be Tito Ortiz's team, which, who was an original pioneer in MMA. So I was very lucky. Um, everybody trained there. Everybody went through there. I, I fought with Chuck Liddell. I fought with Tito Ortiz. I fought with Rampage Jackson. I fought with everybody who was big in Southern California at the time, Dan Henderson and stuff. So uh, it was a big team. And I went through that system, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And then I started fighting professionally. And then um, at the end of my MMA career, actually during my MMA career, I got an audition to do a show called Fight Quest for the Discovery Channel. That I went around different countries doing different martial arts. And that's how I got in the broadcast TV side of it. I hosted a TV show for the Discovery Channel. And so that's what got me into commentary and all the other stuff I've been doing. It's really from that. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And how, how old were you again whenever you got your start? Jesus. I started fighting when I was right out of college. So 23-ish is when I started fighting. And then the whole TV thing, I turned 30 filming the show in, in Mexico City. I was doing boxing in Mexico City. So my late 20s is when I got into TV and broadcasting and all the stuff I do now. Interesting. So, so when I was in first grade, I took a karate class. Karate was very popular in the, in the 80s, right? <laughs> right. My instructor, he, the first thing he said is, it's not karate, it's called karate. So, so no, no, he was, he was a, um, you know, an American, so it wasn't as though he was, he was really giving us probably a, a perfect pronunciation. Um, uh, 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 and so it's karate. And then the second thing he said, now this is some guy, you know, 30 years old or whatever, and we're little kids, six years old. If you break someone's arm with karate, I will break your arm. If you break someone's leg with karate, I will break your leg. So have you ever had an experience like that with a, with a dojo master at uh, any of these? Uh... Can I cuss on here, by the way? <laughs> yes. All right. Yes, we can cut. Jacob has the mute button, so be all right. free. Be so free. we had a <laughs> – one of the things about Fight Quest is I went around and did different styles that I wasn't that used to that were a little more traditional and more into the, the mold of karate and stuff like that. And we're doing one. I'm not going to out what style it was. But the guy went by this – huge title and that's always a 
dead giveaway. They don't know what they're talking about. Got it. Was, okay. I'll yeah. Look out, like, I'll look out I am great grandmaster so-and-so. Whenever they have like a bunch of – in jiu-jitsu, they go by their first name. He had like, us call him something. I don't right. remember what yes. it was. Like okay. master. I think it was master right. or whatever. Or anything yeah. more than master or professor, anything more than that is a dead okay. giveaway that okay. something's Got wrong. It. Okay. So anyway, this guy went by this huge name, and I kept beating up all his students in the show to the point of, like, we were having trouble filming the show because I'm supposed to learn stuff. Right, right. And I was so much better at what he was teaching than the, the people he had me fighting that it was, like, embarrassing. We're trying to make a show out of it. But it was the similar kind of great grandmaster anything is always a dead giveaway that... Got it. Yeah, most, I'm pretty sure he was a, a ma- grandmaster something. Something, yes. Yeah. In, in actual fighting, in actual... So people know what they're doing in MMA and boxing go by their first name generally right. speaking they go by something simple uh, you know so professors as good as it gets i was you know people call me professor it always kind of weirds me out in jiu-jitsu and i'm like just jimmy just jimmy, call me jimmy. got it yeah, okay well if we good. train yeah. if we train together I'll, I'll use jimmy eric nixick who does extreme couture here in las vegas right. if you go to eric nixick's nick's place it's eric got it. eric i would walk in eric how you doing you know i wouldn't Right, Grandmaster right, right, Eric. Right. Yeah, it just it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah so that's a yeah. dead giveaway, generally speaking. Okay, okay. Well, I'll keep my eye out. I think yes. at the time uh, I was too young to to to. to uh, I knew I knew something was up, but but I gotta I gotta tell the truth. I bought the hype. I think you get a pass because you said you were six years old. So six, I think- maybe maybe seven. <laughs> the blood sport for, year. For well, that's what we yeah, all yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. So I, I did get like they had this belt system there. I don't know if it's an authentic belt system. I think there was like a white belt, a yeah. yellow belt. Yes. I think uh, orange belt. Yes. Green is where I stopped. I think there was a green belt. You are correct. Okay. Yes. That's the, I, I, yes. I, I, I attained green belt status in this, in this particular. Kids have a ton curriculum. of belts. Like in uh, jiu-jitsu, okay. kids that, get that's, orange that's and yellow. And yeah, yeah. Adults don't What's do that. What's the adult yeah. belt system? Is it White, blue, purple, brown, black. Got it. Got it. it. Got it. Got it. In jiu-jitsu, that's it. And are there different? I, I've heard this thing too, like degrees. Like he's yes. A, he's a, okay, so that's legit. That's yeah, legit. you get stripes the, and then we. Okay. Stripes lead you to the next belt. Because I feel like they always say that about like Elvis Presley. Like he was a something degree black belt. Elvis. Anyway. Certain styles give black belts out to kids. Okay. If you're a child, thing you should on. not have a black belt. In jiu-jitsu, you can't get above blue belt till you're 17, 16. So the hardest division in the world is the World Championships juvenile blue belt. Because they've been training their whole life. And they can't get above blue belt till they're 17. So when they oh. turn 17... They are monsters, basically black belt level, but they're not allowed to move past uh, it. So there's an artificial ceiling. In there's an artificial ceiling. Oh, okay. So the world championship 17-year-old blue belt is, I would have trouble beating those guys. And I've wow. been doing it 20 years wow, because shit. they're really brown belts. They just weren't allowed to get past it. Yeah, so Got it. Just, and tell me a little bit more actually about jiu-jitsu specifically as, yeah. as a discipline versus other martial arts. I'll break everything on you. That's, that's what they do. It's a grappling art. So ah, okay. take you down, break something on you, which... Uh, what it does in real life, like people always ask me, because I've trained in everything. They said, oh man, what does, what's the most effective martial art? I hear that all the time. The problem is if, if I'm doing boxing or Muay Thai or anything like that, and I have to hit you, I'm going to err on the side of hitting you too hard. I'm all okay. If if something's on, I mean, I don't know who this person is. My life might be in danger. I'm going to hit you as hard as I possibly can. And there might be a problem. I might really hurt you. You might hit your head and die. You know, jujitsu, any grappling art lets me go, do you want to be an idiot or you want me to hurt you? Because once I have you locked up, I can literally go, hey, dude, are you going to calm down now or am I going to break your arm? And I've, I've done that. I'm like, hey, dude, stop outside of the Outside of the ring. Stop now. Okay, just stop it or I'm going to break your nose in front of all these people. It's embarrassing. What do you want? 
and it's it's it just gives you a level of control that's that's way higher than anything else. Like having a wrestler just grab you and go wah boom and you go down, which I've had a million times in training. It, it's it's a humbling experience. And someone who's never been through that and they have no idea, you know, you can you can stop a fight before it has to start. Like I don't have to hurt you. I just make you look stupid. There's a great video going around from a couple years ago, Matt Sarah here in Vegas. Right. Some dude was starting something in a restaurant and he mounted him and held both of his hands and was like, dude, stop. Like a kid, like you'd hold a child. Cause Matt Sarah's, you know, a world-class black belt and the dude couldn't go anywhere and just look like an idiot. And Matt's like, dude, stop, or I'm going to break something on you. Stop it. Right. And it's like handling a kid. Got it. Got it. So well, speaking of, speaking of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, children, uh, have you seen this thing with, uh, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg? Unfortunately, a, yes. Have, have you seen this challenge that they, so, so first of all, what they said, a cage match, is, is there such thing as a cage? What, what's yes. a cage? Oh, there is a cage match. Okay. They're, they're all in cages. They just call them different things. Oh, okay. They're all UFC cages. goes octagon. You never say cage. You have to say octagon. Octagon. Other ones it. say in the whatever, I, I, PFL has one now that's like the, I forget what they call it, but like the smart cage. It's, it's, cage. it's a cage. Okay. It's a fence. Okay, so instead of a boxing ring, there's a cage. Right. I, I think that you're thinking of like WWE. <laughs> like that's a prop like where you're swinging off the top. It's not that dissimilar. It's just shorter. Really? It's just shorter. Yeah. But it's, you don't use it for dissimilar. leverage. It's just you're not. Oh, you can. You're not oh. allowed to grab it. Okay. But when you put somebody against it and smash oh, them okay. against so that, it, that, it that, sucks. That, that works. Yeah, it okay. sucks. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, that's true. I think I've seen people like kind of run a little bit on the to get out of a hold maybe. You're, th- you're thinking of Anthony Pettis who ran up the side and kicked a dude in the head. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So is that oh, like a showtime yeah. kick. Yeah, you can do that. Oh, okay. So as long you, as you don't can't grab use your hands. It. Can't use your hands, yeah. But oh. you can use it for... I just think normally when people are trying to do something like that, the other fighter can anticipate it because it takes a long time to do something showboaty and probably knock them out before <laughs> you they usually can. But I've seen I've seen a little bit where sometimes when something's super showy, and I always tell people this when someone has a funky style and I'm coaching them, don't become a spectator. We all have that when someone does something crazy. You know, Roy Jones Jr. back in the day would drop his hands and you'd go, "What is he?" Bang, and the left hook would hit you before you knew what was going on. Don't become a spectator. Don't turn off. And some people do that. They'll do something wild and crazy, and the other guy will go, what is he? And then they get knocked out. You go, don't start watching. You know, it's react. Do something. Yeah, it's a problem. God, so do you think it's all bluster? Do you think that you think, could, could they actually, how would that work? Could they, could they actually, like. What, what, the, the question I have for everybody, why does this happen in my sport? <laughs> like, have, <laughs> why you have, you been, why have you been brought into this? But no, it's, it's like, have you seen um, Adam Sandler on, on the basketball court? All these clips of him, like, at the Y? And he's a decent basketball player, right? At the Y. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. NBA teams aren't going, get him on the court. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, only our sport does this, where billionaires who go to a jiu-jitsu tournament here in Las Vegas and throw a stick, and you'll hit somebody better than both those guys combined. Right, but right. But they're billionaires. So they're going to get more attention in a way that in other sports you wouldn't get, right? right, right so right. what bothers me, and, you know, it's, I know this isn't where, what you expect me to say, but, like, as a purist of the sport who's been around for a long time, I don't pay money to watch non-professionals suck. Right. And that's all you're going to – no one, once again, would put Adam Sandler on an NBA court and think he's going to compete. And Adam Sandler, by comparison, is much better at basketball than either one of these guys is at jiu-jitsu, right, or what they're calling MMA. And you see them training with CKB is a big team in New Zealand, and, and Mark Zuckerberg is down there training. Right, right, All right, it's like a video of somebody wrestling with a bear. All right, playing with the bear. Right, right. If the bear wants to wrestle you, it'll kill you. They're playing with the bear. The bear is playing with them. Same thing, we see Mark Zuckerberg standing next to Israel Adesanya, and you go, he's training with Israel Adesanya. He's 
Adesanya's hanging out. messing with him <laughs> and playing, hey, you know, anyone at that gym could rip his head off without a single thought. So the idea that billionaires get a, a participation trophy for doing what everybody else does. Right. Just like, hey, we do jujitsu too. I know a million people that do jujitsu that don't get national attention for doing it. You're just a billionaire. Right, right. You know, it's, it's, it's. You know, so it's, it's one of those things that, that bugs me that it's getting so much attention when so many struggling fighters who are so much better aren't getting any. It's like, oh, God. Right. So I, I roll my eyes at it every time. But they might, I Got guess, it. fight. I don't think they will. I think they'll push it right up to the edge where they get Got all it. the attention they can, and then they'll find a reason not to do now, it. Now, could they uh, – uh, uh, what's the risk – so with a fighter that, that – you know, it was not a fighter, right? Yeah. The amateur guy. What's the, because at first I was thinking the risk for injury would be lower, but, but maybe it's higher because they don't know what they're doing. Maybe they, and, and they're not in shape. What would be the risk? If they were to do it, what would be the risk for injury? They're real spazzy. <laughs> New people are real spazzy. They're all, like, it, the, the joke is that black belts don't hurt you. White belts hurt. White belts right, right, hurt. I, yeah, they're yeah, just super awkward yeah. and weird and they don't know what they're doing and they don't know how to defend themselves. So they'll get hit and not change what they're doing. So the, the odds they get really hurt are pretty slim. Okay. Right? They, they just they, don't they hit just hard don't enough, enough to do anything. Yeah, yeah. And their submissions are going to suck. So unless they really wrench on something, they're probably not going to break it even if they tried. Um, it'll just look really bad. Right, I right. Mean, it's non-professional. Uh, how, so, that's, that, so, so sorry to stay on this tangent. No, so, please. So, so how long would it take? Is it even possible? I guess there are two questions. One is, is it possible or, or does it depend so much on your, on your genetics and innate ability? But if it is possible, how long would it take? Not where they could compete with a right. real, but where they could get in and, and, and not be embarrassing. You, you could watch it and enjoy it. I did a thing. There was a, do you remember Made? This show called Made, where they took made. people and made yeah. them like, I want to be a rapper, and I want to like yeah. who want well, a certain made, profession. Like, it's called made, made. Like cleaning the cleaning the house. No, like made, M A D E Made. made. Yeah, yeah, it was, okay, on, it was on MTV, and then it was on CMT. Right. Got it. I did a Made episode where oh. I took a housewife and made her a fighter in six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. Okay, so if they were serious and disciplined and so yeah. forth, they could um, again, they couldn't compete at any real no. level, but they could get up there and and. And, and put on a show. And, she and won an amateur fight in six. I, oh, she won her fight. I, I, she won. She knocked the, the other girl out. Wow. I think like I saw that episode. Minute. I'm yeah. not even kidding. They, I think I uh, watched that. Maybe I should challenge the other EDC CEOs to a cage match. Oh, I, 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 maybe you can give me some training tips. If, if you if you put in, if I really was disciplined yeah. yes. and, and wasn't, I'm, I'm joking. But if I wasn't joking, what, how how long would it take? A year before again, not where where I could fight a real person, right? Um, where you wouldn't look like an idiot. Where I wouldn't look like an idiot. Where you could watch it and not cringe and say, oh, that guy tried. If, if you, if good, you good really, try, guy. If you put everything in you could do for... I had my first fight in nine months training. Oh, wow. But I was a wrestler in high school. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know, whatever. I had an athletic background or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I had done yeah. jiu-jitsu. But um, nine months of jiu-jitsu, I won my first... Wow. My first fight. Yes. So you could do it six months to a year, depending on your, year, okay. your athletic background. That's it. Done. The challenge is out. The For what it's worth, <laughs> I, I think that you could beat Elon Musk right now. You could no probably training. beat him right now. <laughs> oh, Musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Musk, Musk for sure. 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 Musk for sure. Z but but Zuck, he's saying Zuck's all, all bluster too. So They're so. both, I mean. But you're also, what, six, three? Close. Yeah. yeah. But it's not height, height, height. Does height even help? It, if, all right. There's no bad build for fighting. Okay. Use your build. Right? Uh, so, so it's a tool in your toolbox. Mike Tyson right. was short for a heavyweight. Right, right. He knew how to get in and hit hard. So he made the other person's length a, a liability. Uh, Lennox Lewis was very tall. He had a great jab. He used it very effectively. So whatever build you have, use it. 
Don't okay. fight short if you're tall. Don't fight tall if you're short. Got it. So, so, so how, how do you fight short versus tall? Because before the show started, Amanda was talking about how some fighters, I guess, want to keep you up and some fighters want to fight you down. Yes. So tell me about that. Okay. You're 6'3". Yeah. How's your reach? Probably pretty good. Probably Actually, I, I am afflicted with a very long torso and uh-huh. short limbs. Okay. So my reach is weak. All right. Doesn't matter. But they got to work hard to get to you. Yeah. Because you're tall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. true. So yeah. all I would do. And this is my advice. Whenever I, I deal with a tall guy, okay. I, go, I go, snipers don't run across the field. Snipers sit and wait for you. God. Because they have two miles of range and you don't. They got to come to you. I would teach you, stand exactly where you are okay. and make the person come to you for 15 minutes. My whole drill with you would be footwork, footwork, footwork. Make them find you because as they're coming to you, you're the one sniping at them. You're a sniper. You don't run across the battlefield looking for somebody to shoot. You sit where you are. You wait for them to come to you. And so for a taller fighter, a fighter with better range, make them come to you literally the entire time and you tag them up. And then when they do something stupid, you knock them out. If you're the shorter fighter with less range, my whole deal with you is you got to get close to them. So it's a lot, you know, old Mike Tyson drills are great with Kevin Rooney where his head just looked like it was on a swivel because he was short. You know, they knew like you're not going to out jab anybody. You got to get in the entire time. So that's the first thing you look at is like, what build am I working with? Right. Are you tall and long? Are you short and stocking? From there we go to the strategy. But yeah, six foot three, all I would do is footwork drills with you and make them run around chasing your tall ass while you use your jab on them. Nice. I think we're getting there. Now we know. Now we know what your first lesson's going to be. uh, We got any any, uh, uh, training music here? I was like, it's not Rocky. <laughs> if it's not Rocky, this guy sucks. I know I just met him, but uh, if it's not Rocky, he sucks. Our, our rep yes. is getting stronger and stronger. Yeah, this is intriguing. This is intriguing. I gotta look into this because uh, I could. I'd have to make a commitment. I don't think anyone's gonna step up. If I throw out the, if I throw down, what do they say? Throw down the gauntlet. The, yeah, the woman I trained. Yeah, I spent the first day putting her through a bunch of drills and going, what are you naturally kind of good at? Like, like just off the top, what can she do? Right. And I found out she had a good right hand. She was comparatively hard to take down and she got really upset when she got hit. Oh, so she was aggressive. You, she you didn't, when, that she didn't get hit and go, Oh my God. She was like, she got mad. And I went, okay, we're going to work on the right hand. We're going to work on takedown defense. We're going to make sure you don't get submitted. And that's all I did for six weeks. And so right before the fight, the producer turns to me and goes, man, you've done a really good job. I think she might win this. And I said, if the other girl angles and leg kicks, she's going to kick her ass. I didn't have time to teach her uh-huh. how to deal with everything. If this girl mm-hmm. has some strategy that's weird. How long was the I total fight? Oh, it only la- it, how long was it supposed to be or how long was it? Both. It was supposed to be, I think, three three-minute rounds, an amateur fight. Mm-hmm. And she beat her in f- f- like a minute. Wow. Did she get her in submission or she, knockout? She, she TKO'd her, got on top of her, and just beat her, and they stopped it. What nice. she did is, I had taught her, always keep your hands up and your chin down, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so the referee goes, here, come here, you, come here. And they were explaining the rules. And she walked out to the center like this, you know, like, like that. And I went, she's going to do great. Because she, she remembered. And even when the ref explained the rules, she was like that. And then you can touch gloves, she does this. Because I told her never put your hands down. Well, she didn't know when you talked to her right, friend, right, you can right, put your hands down. But she took me so literally that I went, she's going she's gonna to win this fight. And, and she, she wasn't, everything else she wasn't panicking and forgetting nope. everything. And after the fight, she just cracked this chick. Boom! And then she was like, looked at herself and goes, wow. And she goes, boom, and hit her again. The lady panicked and tried to take her down. She threw her, got on top of her, beat her, and they stopped the fight. And she told me later, she goes, you had taught me to stay so small that when I saw her, I was like, man, her chin's right there. Bing! 
And she goes, I just hit her in the chin. And then her chin was still there. And I hit her in the chin again because you had taught me to be so tiny and hide my chin that I thought her chin was like sticking right out there. And she's like, I just, I just hit her. I just did what you told me. So yeah, but if the person had come with any kind of strategy, it's way different. I, I don't got have time it, to teach it. you the phone book. And I don't know how to teach you how to check a kick. That takes a long time. So a lot of it is, is you can only learn so much in six months to a year. If I got you ready for a fight in six months to a year, I got to work with what I have. Right? Trials with Scott Wiley.